Jai Jai Sitchitana Jaya Nichananda Jai Jai Gaura Bhakta Vinda So, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu speaking to Sanatana Goswami. Mathura Vrindavan is my own very dear abode. 
I want to do many things there to preach Krishna consciousness. Matra gyayami basse nilachale tadarna sikayati nahe nijabale. By the order of my mother, I'm sitting here in Jagannath Puri, therefore I cannot go to Maturvindam to teach people how to live there according to religious principles. I have to do all this work through your body, but you want to give it up. How can I tolerate this? At that time, Sananda Goswami said to Sichitana Mahaprabhu, I offer my respectful obeisances to you. No one can understand the deep ideas you plan within your heart. A wooden doll chants and dance according to the directions of a magician, but does not know how he's dancing and singing. My dear Lord, as you cause one to dance, he dances accordingly. But how he dancing and who is causing him to dance, he does not know. So this is very nice. The uh, How we are, are controlled by Krishna. And we don't know. Um, when we think that we are the doer, uh, and we think that we are striving for a purpose, uh, it looks like we are controlling things because we are small controllers. But then again, uh, in the bigger picture, we have no idea, no idea of Krishna's greater plan. We cannot see what will happen in the world. The, uh, in this way, if we could just completely rely on Krishna and just forget anything else and say, whatever comes is Krishna's plan and Krishna has a plan for us. Uh, in hindsight, sometimes we can see uh, how Krishna uh, had a plan. Haridas kahe prabhu, suna haridas. Parira dravi, you know, in China, karitiminas. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then said to Haridas Thakur, My dear Haridas, please hear me. This gentleman wants to destroy another's property. Parirish tapya dravi keha, na kaya vilaya. Nise dila inhar jena na karanya. One who is entrusted with another's property does not distribute it or use it for his own purposes. Therefore, tell him not to do such an unlawful thing. So again, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is highlighting this point that the body is already his property. Uh, Sanatan Goswami has surrendered unto him, and therefore he belongs to him. So in this way, anyone who is 
is surrendering, is at least formally surrendering, and taking initiation becomes the property of the spiritual master. The property of Krishna, the spiritual master as the representative of Krishna, is actually the owner of our entire existence. We are simply our, our very being, uh, therefore, is is existing for the pleasure of Guru and, and Krishna. Something to think about. Haridas Thakur replied, we are falsely proud of our capabilities. Actually, we cannot understand your deep intentions. Unless you inform us, we cannot understand what your purpose is or what you want to do through whom. My dear sir, since you, a great personality, have accepted Sanatana Goswami, he's greatly fortunate. No one can be as fortunate as he is. Das Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced both Haridas Thakur and Sanatana Goswami and then got up and left to perform his new duties. My dear Sanatan, I just talk about embracing him, no one can find the limits of your good fortune. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has accepted your body as his own property, therefore no one can equal you in good fortune. What Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu cannot do with his personal body, he wants to do through you, and he wants to do it in mature. Whatever the Supreme Personality of God it wants us to do will successfully be accomplished. This is your great fortune. That is my mature opinion. Sometimes devotees, they feel that, uh, yes, in the case of Sanatana Goswami, in the case of Srila Prabhupada, in the case of such great personalities, it's, it was all along very visible that Krishna was using them as an instrument for his purposes. But in our case, yes, we may have taken up a life of devotional service, but we don't, don't feel that same sense of purpose. We sometimes just feel that we are um, part of this, this movement, but we don't really feel the presence of Krishna and that Krishna is um, is working through us as an instrument. That is not a fact. Um, maybe in building the bridge to Lanka, there was Hanuman, there was the spider. Hanuman building the bridge with big boulders and mountain peaks, the spider building with crumbs, but both were building. So whether we have a minute role to play in the Sangata movement, or whether we have a major role to play in the Sangata movement, that is up to Krishna. That is up to, to the Supreme Lord. Um, we just taking it in a spirit of, of humility, make our contribution. And it is actually, uh, we see that it's not always 
the, the great leaders were the most glorious. Um, sometimes it's the great simple devotees who just consistently do simple service that are actually the most glorious, that are standing out as a, as a lighting example to all of us. Therefore, everyone, wherever, in whatever position they are in devotional service, uh, can actually show an extraordinary example of dedication. And, uh, and this is what is what is called for. Uh, this, is, this is really what is meant to be. When we are reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, we're not just doing a, uh, a scholarly study. We are uh, we're living with this book. Uh, we're living with it, and it is our uh, guiding principle uh, in spiritual life. Just a second. So the uh, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has accepted his body, uh, has accepted your body as his own property. Therefore, no one can equal you in good fortune. What Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu cannot do with his personal body, he wants to do through you, and he wants to do it in mature. Whatever the Supreme Personality of God it wants us to do will successfully be accomplished. That is your great for fortune. That is my mature opinion. I can understand from the words of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he wants you to write books about the conclusive decision of devotional service and about the regulated principle ascertained from the revealed scriptures. And then he says, My body could not be used in the service of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, though it took birth in the land of India, this body has been useless. Sri Prabhupada is, is pointing out that the land of India is, is a very good land in the purport. He says, for further explanation of the importance of Bharata Bhumi, one may refer to Adivila 941. Srimad Bhagavatam 5.19.1927 The special feature of a birth in India is that a person born in India becomes automatically God-conscious. In every part of India, especially in the holy places of pilgrimage, even an ordinary educated man is inclined towards Krishna consciousness. As soon as he sees a Krishna conscious person, he offers obeisances. India has many sacred rivers, such as the Ganga, the Ganga, the Yamuna, Narmada, Kaviri, and Krishna. Simply by bathing in these rivers, people are liberated and become Krishna conscious. 
Chichitani Mahaprabhu Deva says, Bharata Bhumi Te Hoyla Manusha Jamadhyara Jamasarika Kari Parupakara. One who has taken birth in the land of Bharata Bhumi India should take full advantage of his birth. He should become completely well versed in the knowledge of the Vedas and spiritual culture and should distribute the experience of Krishna consciousness all over the world. People all over the world are madly engaging in sense gratification and in this way spoiling their human lives with the risks that in the next life they may become animals or less. Human society should be saved from such a risky civilization and the danger of animalism by awaking to God consciousness, Krishna consciousness. The Krishna consciousness movement has been started for this purpose. Therefore, unbiased men of the highest echelon should study the principles of the Krishna conscious movement and fully cooperate with this movement to save human society. So, the land of India, obviously, is not an ordinary land. Besides that there are holy rivers, there are also the holy dawns. Um, Sri Ramayapur, Sri Vindavandam, Sri Jagannath Puri. And these places are the places of not only where the Lord has performed pastimes, but these places are also eternal. Uh, Mayapur and Vrindavan are, are the same as Golok Vrindavan, the eternal spiritual world. Uh, so when we are looking at, at, at India, then we see there are special blessings. It's a special facility. So different countries are places where one can take birth and, and be situated in different modes of, of nature. In some places there's more God consciousness, in some places less God consciousness, but ultimately in India there is more opportunity. But even in India there is only few uh, who are taking up pure devotional service in the line of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Meanwhile, by Krishna's arrangement, um, Srila Prabhupada being anchored in the Jaladutta on the Boston Pier in New York, uh, wrote the prayer, Markine Bhagavad Dharma. And he writes, Katara Puttiri Ami Nacho Natsi Nacho 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 Ami Amaran Natchati. He's saying, I'm just a wooden doll in your hands. Now, make me dance, make me dance, make me dance as you wish. So Srila Prabhupada, very much in that mood, went to America. The impossible task ahead of him, not knowing how he was going to do it. But somehow or other, he had that spirit. Uh, let me... Uh, do so. Now we are uh, are of small significance in this Sankirtan movement. We are not uh, great powerful Acharyas, but it is, we are the foot soldiers. But all these foot soldiers together by doing hard work can can make a contribution and all these contributions will have their power and and potency uh, and that is is what is needed if 
if we simply uh, put out the message that it is through the to Harinam Sankata, through the chanting of Hare Krishna, that we can reach the goal of life. Instead of spending our time playing with the material energy, the living being who just exploits the material energy for his own enjoyment is just playing like a child. Uh, but not really doing something meaningful with his life. Vasudeva Paragati, the ultimate goal of life is to attain the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, to attain service, pure devotional service to his lotus feet in, in great love. That can be attained um, by the chanting of Hare Krishna. This is the topic that we are discussing in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And we're discussing the secret of how to love God. And that is the entire purpose of these uh, of this series on the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, to penetrate deeper in the into the secret of how to love God. I'll continue from the text. So Haridas said, my body could not be used in the service of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, though it took birth in the land of India, this body has been useless. Sanatana Goswami replied, oh Haridas Thakur, who's equal to you? You're one of the most. You are one of the associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, you're the most fortunate. The mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for which he has descended as an incarnation, is to spread the importance of chanting the holy name of the Lord. Now, instead of personally doing so, he's spreading it through you. My dear sir, you're chanting the holy name 300,000 times daily and informing everyone of the importance of such chanting. Some behave very well, but do not preach the cult of Krishna consciousness, whereas others preach, but do not behave properly. Achar prachar namara kara duikarya Dumi Sarva Guru, Dumi Jagatira Arya. You simultaneously perform both duties in relation to the Holy Name by your personal behavior and by your preaching. Therefore, you are the spiritual master of the entire world, for you are the most advanced devotee in, in the world. <laughs> So this is a very famous verse and very important verse. It is about Achar and Prachar. Haridas Thakur embodies both. Therefore, he is the, the spiritual master for the entire world. So Sanatana Goswami has defined that here. Sanatana Goswami in these connections are the 
ones acting to the scriptural injunctions and at the same time preach. One who does so is a bona fide spiritual master. Aristarchus was the ideal spiritual master because he regularly chanted on his beats a prescribed number of times. Indeed, he was chanting the holy name a thousand times a day. Similarly, the members of the Krishna Conscious Movement chant a minimum of 16 rounds a day, which can be done without difficulty. And at the same time, they must preach the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu according to the Gospel of Bhagavad Gita as it is. One who does so is quite fit to become a spiritual master for the entire world. Um, of course, there's the famous verse, Yare Dekataraka, Krishna Upadesh, Amar Agyai Guru Desh, that everyone should become a spiritual master, uh, and that whomever we meet, we should instruct them about Krishna or uh, about the instructions of Krishna, Krishna Upadesh. Now, um, that refers to when we say guru. It can be Siksha Guru, Diksha Guru, uh, Vartmapadarshak is also the one who shows the path, is also Siksha Guru. Uh, it's a subcategory. So, in this way, uh, whatever it may be, Siksha or Diksha, uh, the thing is to be a teacher, to be a teacher by example and by. Uh, by body, mind, and, and words. In this way, the two of them pass their time discussing subjects concerning Krishna. Thus, they enjoyed life together. During the time of Ratyatra, all the devotees arrived from Bengal to visit the car festival as they had done previously. During the Ratiyatra festival, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again danced before the car of Jagannath. When Sanatana Goswami saw this, his mind was astonished. The Lord's devotees from Bengal stayed at Jagannath Puri during the four months of the rainy season, and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced Sanatana Goswami to them all. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced Sanatana Goswami to these and other selected devotees. Advaita Charya, Nichananda Prabhu, Srivas Thakur, Vakeshwar Pandit, Vasudev Datta, Murari Gupta, Raghava Pandit, uh, Damadar Pandit, Paramananda Puri, Brahmananda Bharati, Swarup Damadar, Gadadar Pandit, Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, Ramananda Roy, Jagadananda Pandit, Sankara Pandit, Kasiswaram Govinda. The Lord asked Sanatana Goswami to offer obeisances to all the devotees in a way that befitted each one. Thus he introduced Sanatana Goswami to them all, just to make them an object of their mercy. Sanatana Goswami was dear to everyone because of his exalted qualities and learning. Suitably, therefore, they, they bestowed upon him mercy, friendship, and honor. Um, so we see how Chaitanya, how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced Sanatana Goswami to all his associates from Navadvip who were all um, or from Bengal. Uh, Raghav Pandit was from Panihati. But all these devotees were obviously uh, great, great personalities. Uh, and of course, amongst them were Advaita Acharya and Lord Nichananda 
who are both the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, the Lord asked Sanatana Goswami to offer his obeisances to all these personalities, which he did, uh, so that they could uh, bestow their mercy upon him. And uh, the Vaishnavas, they bestowed upon him mercy, friendship, and honor. Um, the Vaishnavas are the uh, are the caretakers of mercy. They live by mercy, and they are uh, engaging in devotional service and get mercy through that devotional service. They are associating with Vaishnavas and get the mercy through those Vaishnavas. They visit the holy abodes and they are such as Mayapur, Vindavan, Jagannath, Puri, and they are getting mercy there. They are Digging in the mines, they're digging for jewels in the mines of the scripture. And so they'll have a whole collection of jewels um, from various sources. Mercy from service, mercy from association, mercy from holy dawns, mercy from holy places, mercy from mercy from scripture, mercy from uh, from Krishna Prasadam. Um, mercy from the holy name. So in this way, all that mercy is is building up within a Vaishnava. And so in this way, um, all these different aspects of mercy that one gets throughout one's spiritual life become the building blocks of of one's of one's bhakti. Um, so in this way, uh, Vaishnavas are treasure houses, uh, treasure houses of of transcendental mercy. And it is not only that the uh, Senior gives mercy to the junior. Um, of course, the senior is providing a stream of mercy towards a junior. But even the junior can bring mercy. Um, the junior can bring uh, Mahaprasad. Um, some devotees. They went through all the uh, holy places that Lord Chaitanya went in South India, and they carefully collected Mahaprasada. And then they, they bought this beautiful uh, metal offering plate, and they put all these little bits of prasadam on there from all these places and offered it to me. That was 
they were sharing mercy with me. Uh, although they were my disciples and I was the spiritual master, they were sharing that mercy with me and, and, and giving me mercy in this way. So therefore, we see that Srila Prabhupada in his letter uh, he asks, he answers the question about um, if he has many disciples and Prabhupada explains that actually Krishna sent me many spiritual masters. So that's a very interesting uh, description and, and the point is this, is that uh, many spiritual masters, how is this possible? How could someone like Prabhupada look upon devotees and who are his followers and generally look at them like spiritual masters? I was thinking about this. Um, my thought is that every Vaishnava, every Vaishnava serves Krishna in his own unique way. Um, and and in this way, get some mercy in, in, in a unique way. And we can also do. This morning, someone sent me some videos of a, it was a family at home. And what they did is they did a whole play about the pre-votes of material nature. And they uh, rehearsed it, and uh, and then they they filmed it on a video, and it's like getting up in the in the mode of ignorance, getting up in the mode of passion, getting up in the mode of goodness, and so it was very uh, very nice. It was it was so nice to see. But the kids, they got it and they did it uh, very nicely. They really uh, appreciated it. So everyone can bring their mercy. And in this way, um, we are all, we're all benefiting. Siddha Bhakti Siddhanta was lecturing on the, uh, on the Bhagavatam, on the first verse. For, for one month, every day, on the same verse. And he was not repeating himself. He just kept on making, elaborating more and more and more. So, the devotees, they, they, they thanked him for speaking. And Srila Bhakti Siddhanta uh, made the point that, I am thanking you. Uh, I'm thanking you for hearing and giving me the opportunity to speak because that uh, that is is situating me in Krishna consciousness in this way Vaishnav means to live in community it is in the community of the Vaishnavas that the uh, that the mercy is growing, that the mercy is exchanged. And as it is exchanged, it is 
uh, it is magnifying, it is, uh, it is growing. Uh, as is stated in Chaitanya Charitamrita, when you take the fruits of love of God and you give them away to others, you'll find that you'll have more, that you have more than you had before. These are very nice things. Mm. Then it is said here that the devotees they offered Sanatan Goswami. They offered him mercy, friendship, and and honor. So we see how the uh, how Vaishnava relationships are. Uh, are functioning, and that there should be mercy, friendship, and 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 honor. So the. Uh, Mercy, friendship, and honor are the ingredients of Vaishnava relationships. Sometimes we may say that uh, mercy exists between seniors and juniors, especially because there's a stream of mercy. Friendship between equals and an honor between uh, from the junior to the to the senior, and and that is true. These things may uh, predominate. Uh, they may predominate the uh, uh, the exchanges, but again, mercy, friendship, and honor exists in all relationships. Uh, the the senior also maybe maybe still mercy and they have more mercy to share uh, due to uh, due to more uh, due to having received more mercy but even with the junior there is friendship um, between guru and disciple there is sudrita suridam firm friendship it is not meant to be just a uh, uh, a formal sterile relationship a doctor-patient relationship. It is meant to be a relationship of the heart and of appreciation. Uh, as Prabhupada was so so pleased to see how people were making advancement. Prabhupada is teaching Mukunda to play Murdanga. Not so fast, slow. He taught him to be this, that, and then Mukunda is practicing and getting it a bit, and then he saw Prabhupada with his eyes closed, listening and Mukunda was amazed because he was a musician. He, he said he had many music teachers, but he never had had one that was enjoying his the playing of his students. But Prabhupada actually appreciating with happiness when his disciples 
made advancement and, and, and would thank them. They would thank them so much for everything they did to, to push on this movement. Uh, and through them, so much was done. And Prabhupada honored them. And in this way, we can see how mercy, friendship, and honor are the natural ingredients of Vaishnava relationships. So let us work on that. Somehow or other. And therefore it is said, how to make a relationship, how to begin uh, the Dati Pratigrinati. Give, give, give gifts, receive gifts in charity. And uh, and in this way, uh, gifts of mercy. Yes. Take some some something, some mercy, and give that to another Vaishnava. Whatever form it comes in, whether it is prasadam, whether it is some interesting book or a beautiful uh, kirtan recording, build a relationship by sharing something valuable. And when we share something valuable, naturally that Vaishnava becomes touched. Oh, how how nice! Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I I I genuinely thank you from my heart. For, for your generosity. And in this way, the friendship will automatically develop because the heart come, becomes involved. Uh, I've given the example of, of Dhruva Maharaj Das, a disciple of Siddha Prabhupada, who lived in Vrindavan, would just walk into my office and with a Bhagavatam in his hand, and he would start reading from the Bhagavatam to me. And he'd say, he'd say, oh, listen to what I've just read. Then he'd read out a section of the Bhagavatam. And then he said, oh, that's very nice. And then, yeah, after a while, he'd, he'd go again. And then he'd do it again. And again and again over time. And then he started to think, wow. He's my friend, and he is actually giving me something, something valuable. He's giving me the mercy, and I greatly appreciate that up to the day of today, and I, I'm still indebted to, to Dhruva Maharaj Das. This is the nature of friendship. One becomes indebted in friendship because another person is bringing us gifts and we are receiving these gifts, then we feel indebted. And when such feelings of indebtedness are there, uh, then naturally a deep relationship develops. And we will want to repay that, that mercy that we received. So we'll also think of ways to share mercy. And it becomes then a two-way relationship, which is very nourishing and very inspiring. So in this way, uh, we carry on with transcendental uh, friendship. And the more service is done uh, for the Lord, the more naturally we honor our Vaishnava uh, for, for, 
for all they do, for all their selfless service. In Radhadesh, for many years, uh, they had this end of the year festival, which would go on for six hours or more. It was very long, where everyone would just sit and glorify everybody else. It had grown from reading the Sankirtan scores into an appreciation of every single person in the temple. And they were really into it. It was a big thing. And it helped. It actually helped to, uh, to build relationships. When the Vaishnavas are glorifying each other, then they really built deeper relationships. Very nice. Um, they bestowed upon him mercy, friendship, and honor. When all the other devotees returned to Bengal after the Ratiyatra festival, Sanatana Kusarami stayed under the care of the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sanatana Kusarami observed the Dol Ratiyatra ceremony with Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this way, his pleasure increased in the company of So, I'm going through this chapter kind of uh, at this point following the verses. I'm not going to comment on the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita in this way, but there are, a, there are a number of very important points that I want to address here. And now we're coming to the point that the season moved along and it became the months of May, June, and it was very, very hot. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to the garden of Yamashwar, the Yamashwar Tota. Uh, uh, that is where the Tota Gopinath temple is. That is the place where uh, Gadada Pandit established his temple. Uh, and that's where the deity is of Tota Gopinath. Uh, which at one point sat down uh, when uh, when Gidala was getting old. Anyway, at this point, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was there and at noon, when it was time for lunch, the Lord called for Sanatana Goswami, whose happiness increased because of the call. At noon, the sand on the beach was as hot as fire, but Sanatana Goswami came by that path. Overwhelmed by joy at being called by the Lord, Sanatana Goswami did not feel that his feet were burning in the hot sand. Although the soles of his feet were blistered because of the heat, he nevertheless went to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There he found that the Lord, having taken his lunch, was resting. Govinda gave Sanatana Goswami the plate with the remnants of Lord Chaitanya's food. After taking the prasadam, Sanatana Goswami approached Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When the Lord inquired, By which path have you come? Sanatana Goswami replied, I've come on the path along the beach. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, How did you come along the, the beach where the sand is so hot? Why didn't you come by the path in front of the Simadwara gate? It's very cool. The hot sand must have blistered your souls. Now you cannot walk. How did you tolerate it? Sanatana Goswami replied, I did not feel much pain, nor did I know there were blisters because of the heat. I have no right to pass by the Simadwara, for the servants of Jagannath are always coming and going there. 
The servants are always coming and going without interval. If I touch them, I shall be ruined. Hearing all these details, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, greatly pleased, spoke as follows. My dear Sanatana, although you are the deliverer of the entire universe, and although even the demigods and great saints are purified by touching you, it is the characteristic of a devotee to observe and protect the Vaishnava etiquette. Maintenance of the Vaishnava etiquette is the ornament of a devotee. If one transgresses the laws of etiquette, people make fun of him, and thus he's vanquished in both this world and the next. By observing the etiquette, you have satisfied my mind. Who else but you could show this example? After saying this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced Sanatana Goswami, and the moisture oozing from the itching sores on Sanatana's body smeared the body of the Lord. Although Sanatana Goswami repeatedly forbade Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to embrace him, the Lord still did so. Thus his body was smeared with the moisture from Sanatana's body, and Sanatana became greatly distressed. Anyway, so here we see the... Uh, how Sanatana Goswami is, is observing the etiquette, uh, the etiquette meaning that um, Sanatana Goswami had uh, been engaged in the service of Muslim rulers. Therefore, he was, um, he, he was considered fallen. Um, he is considered like a person who had lost his caste. So externally, socially, Sanatana Goswami was was uh, was not acceptable. Uh, furthermore, Sanatana Goswami had these sores, which made his body very unpleasant to touch, and he didn't want to, in this impure state, that any any anyone any pujari could just touch him, that would be a great offense to Lord Jagannath. But then Lord Chaitanya was so pleased that he followed this etiquette and just embraced him. So then uh, Sanatana Goswami was not so happy. So then a discussion came about between uh, Sanatana Goswami and Jagannath Pandit. Uh, who came. Uh, a day later, Jagannath Pandit came said, and they discussed the distress of Sanatana Goswami. Sanatana Goswami says, I came here to diminish my unhappiness by seeing Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but the Lord did not allow me to execute what was in my mind. Although, although I forbid him to do so, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu nevertheless embraces me and therefore his body becomes smeared with the discharges from my itching sores. In this way, I'm committing offenses at his lotus feet. From these offenses, I shall certainly not be delivered. At the same time, I cannot see Lord Jagannath. This is my great unhappiness. I came here for my benefit, but now I see that I'm getting just the opposite. I do not know, nor can I ascertain, how there will be benefit for me. Jagannath Pandit said, The most suitable place for you to reside is Vrindavan. After seeing the Rati Atra festival, you can return there. The Lord has already ordered both of you brothers to situate yourself in Vrindavan. There you will achieve all happiness. 
your purpose in coming has been fulfilled, for you've seen the lotus feet of the Lord. Thereafter, after seeing Lord Jagannath on the route car, you can leave. Sadhguru Goswami replied, you've given me very good advice. I shall certainly go there, for that is the place that the Lord has given me for my residence. So here the point is then made in the purport. Uh, and the verse, this verse, Sanatam Kale Bhala Kale Upadesh Taha Jabe Se Mura Prabhu Dhatadesh. The word Prabhu Dhatadesh are very significant. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotional code teaches one not to sit down in one place. But to spread the devotional code all over the world. The Lord dispatched Sanatana Goswami and Rupa Goswami to Vindam to excavate and renovate the holy places and from there establish the cult of Bhakti. So the Prabhudata Desh is the particular place that is given by the spiritual master. And those places, that is like they're the most important places in our life. We should dedicate ourselves to the Prabhudata Desh. That is our uh, our objective. So, uh, it may not always be so easy because sometimes the Prabhudata Desh is not a place of our choice. Uh, it's not always the place that we like the most. Uh, it's not a Goswami was sent to Vindavan, but, and that's the Holy Dham. But we may not be sent to the Holy Dham. You may be sent to some godless place to preach Krishna consciousness. But yet, uh, the Prabhupada Desh is greater than the Holy Dham. Prabhupada, just basically in the purport, is saying that the Everywhere in the line of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotional code should accept the words of the spiritual master and spread the Krishna consciousness movement. They should go everywhere to all parts of the world, accepting these places as their Prabhupada Desh, the places of residence given by the spiritual master or Lord Krishna. So Prabhupada go all over the world. That's your Prabhupada Desh. And our spiritual master may assign us to a particular place. Um, preach here, preach there, whatever it may be. And that is the most blessed place in our entire, in our entire life. So in this way, I have uh, shared with you some of the, uh, the highlights of this fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charita uh, Sanatana Goswami, who showed his extraordinary humility and, and purchased Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with his humility uh, by walking over the hot sand and being so fixed about the, the Vaishnav etiquette. That is, um, that is a devotee. Um, and that purchases Krishna. So one cannot expect that um, that spiritual life is a mechanical thing. 
uh, Prabhupada said in his prayer, in personal calamity thou hast moved, absolute is sentient, thou hast proved. So, absolute is sentient. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has a heart. And that heart of Krishna must be purchased. It must be touched by the uh, by the extraordinary endeavor of a devotee. That is the point that we get from this pastime with Sanatana Goswami. So with that contemplation, uh, I want to end for today. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll take it further in, uh, in days to come. Thank you very much. Uh, in general, I will be speaking every day at 12 noon, approximately, uh, Durban time, South Africa. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.